This episode of the Jay Doherty Podcast is affiliated with Blueberry. Go to Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, and use promo code Jay Doherty at checkout for one month free. The Jay Doherty Podcast, episode number 14, recorded Saturday, March 4th, 2018. Hi, this is Patrick Kennedy of the Kennedy Forum, Illinois, and you're listening to the Jay Doherty Podcast. <laughs> Back to another episode of the Jay Doherty podcast. My name is Jay Doherty, and uh, I actually just got finished recording episode seven of the JDRC Politics podcast, another podcast that I do. Uh, and you can go ahead and find that on iTunes at JDRC Politics, or go ahead and go to uh, JDRCPolitics.com. Uh, I, ho- I co host that show with my friend Ryan Clark, and it's really awesome. And the title of this show is Amazing interviews with amazing people. And this is very, very true. Uh, I had an incredible opportunity to interview two very distinguished individuals um, in the world of not only politics, but also in the in the world of um, just overall social justice, uh, especially with uh, Patrick Kennedy. And uh, he, he, we talked to him just very recently, and then uh, I had the opportunity to talk to uh, Bill Daly, who was uh, Secretary of Commerce under President Bill Clinton, which was really amazing, and the Chief of Staff under President Obama for a couple of years. Two very amazing people, and I had the amazing opportunity to go ahead and speak to them for a couple minutes. Um, it totals, both of the interviews total around 30 minutes combined, and I'll be playing uh, them for you. But before we get to all of that, There is some stuff that I did want to tell you about. First of all, as you may have heard in the beginning, it was a little bit different. And that is because this episode and many uh, episodes in the future will be affiliated with Blueberry. Blueberry is awesome. It's a podcast hosting service that I use very frequently. I do all of my podcast media hosting there. Uh, And, well, that's actually not true. I, I host all of my media on WordPress and I use Blueberry as, uh, my kind of, I guess, um, transmitter, I guess, transmitter of the podcast, I use the PowerPress plugin on WordPress, anyway, Blueberry is really amazing, because I have uh, recommended it to so many others, and I've actually used it, uh, back in the day, a little bit, I tested it out, uh, and then, you know, took a break from the podcasting, got back, we're on iTunes now, and Blueberry's been amazing for hosting, so, let's talk about Blueberry. So, Blueberry is actually really amazing in that um, you have so many amazing things, even if you use it for, for free. Uh, with WordPress, if you use the PowerPress plugin, it is really, really amazing. Actually, you get when you uh, are signed up with Blueberry, you get unlimited downloads that you can... I mean, seriously, anyone can download your podcast, and you don't have to pay anything extra for the amount, uh, you know, for how many people download your podcast. So if you have millions of people downloading your podcast, you can pay, you know, not that much, um, you know, for, for Blueberry, which is one of the, my favorite things about it. My, my other, one of my other favorite things, especially for me being very young, is that there are no contracts. You can cancel at any time. Anytime you don't want, you want to stop using it, you cancel. Um, also, another thing is that, uh, this is kind of, I'm going through my list that I put together, uh, along with Blueberry, 
you it's optimized for iTunes and podcasting. So if you, I mean, most the biggest podcast market, um, to my knowledge, on the planet is iTunes, and Blueberry um, has optimized their site and optimized their user interface for iTunes. But it not only does iTunes, they go in, you know, for things like Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, everything like that. Um, and even if you don't have a podcast, there's audio, audiobook, video, EPUB, and as well as PDF are completely supported on WordPress. Also, um, the media is hosted on a uh, what they call a top-tier content de- delivery network, or uh, CDN, and they have more than 35 data centers throughout the world. So there's like there is pretty much no latency, uh, or lowest latency possible, um, you know, so it's good, their data centers are good, you can count on Blueberry, they're not gonna fail you, and they're huge, I mean, they are the world's largest, uh, podcast directory, but if we wanted to really get into the technical aspect of Blueberry, I, I did want to point out, that there, that you can actually up upload your podcast or any files using HTML5 technology with no special up, uploading tools or software required, and you can also do automated ID3 tagging, which is something that is crucial for podcasters. And this works for not only artwork but also textual metadata uh, written to your MP3s which is uh, the preferred file upload format. Um, And actually what's really cool is that the episodes that you produce, if you decide to cancel, they're hosted until you cancel the service. So it's not like they'll take you out while you're still paying if you want to cancel. It's very nice. If you want to cancel your plan, you cancel right there. The whole thing's done. It's like it never happened. It's really, really awesome. Um, And it's it's, it's a great way, and they have great customer service as well. but I also wanted to point out that there is media validation. So we, Blueberry as a company, has went to great lengths to make sure that your media, your podcast, your audiobooks, whatever, will be able to play on all podcast platforms regardless of how many you're on. So that's really awesome. And another thing, if you want to keep an eye on how your podcast is doing, um, there are you can pay for an extra $5 a month premium podcast statistics, but if you wanted to get the basic statistics with just download numbers, download numbers, and a couple other things, um, there's pre, uh, there's free podcast statistics, and all you have to do is enter your email address, which is pretty awesome. And that's even if you don't use uh, Blueberry as your host service, um, as long as you use uh, one of Blueberry's products, such as the PowerPress plugin on WordPress, you go ahead and be able to do it. But you know, I've been uh, hosting with Blueberry. I've been doing it for quite some time. They are. They are the best of the best, in my opinion, of podcast hosting providers and podcast hosting services, so I definitely encourage you to check them out. They're great people. Actually, they have free technical support by email, which is really awesome, and um, this access is available upon request, and it's American-owned and operated in the United States. And their prim- primary business is for podcasting. So this is really, really awesome. Uh, you know, it literally, this is... I, I mean... I, this is, if you look at all the other uh, podcast hosting services in pretty much the world, Blueberry beats them all. I mean, they have the largest numbers, they have the best hosting, they're really, really amazing. And the best thing, maybe one of the best things is obviously you want your podcast to be heard. So you can have distribution of your podcast on the Blueberry Podcast Network. So you have the opportunity with your podcast if it grows and if Blueberry as a company thinks or if other people in your community think that you're doing well, you actually have the opportunity to be uh, featured in Blueberry. They have a podcast and website, Roku. 
Samsung Smart TV, and Google TV. Blueberry is a huge company, so they have these amazing, um, they have these amazing, uh, relationships with some of these big companies like Samsung, Google, and Roku, so you have an opportunity to be featured on those and apps, uh, Blueberry MyCast, the podcast subscription services, and you literally, you also, and the, for, for new podcasters, this is what you, where you really want to listen, you have advertising opportunities, you can make uh, money by placing audio or video ads in the podcast directly through Blueberry. It is really amazing. You get audio and video players. I could go literally on and on for hours and hours. If you want more information about what you can get uh, over at Blueberry, go to j-doherty.com slash Blueberry and use my promo code jdoherty at checkout for one month free. That's right. You can get one month free of any plan that you'd like. Just use my promo code jdoherty at checkout. Alright, thank you guys so much. This is the end of my sponsored message. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I really appreciate it if you'd go over and use my promo code JDoherty for a month free. It is kind of a win-win relationship. Uh, so, if you go ahead and do that, I do have an affiliate relationship uh, over at Blueberry. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, once again, if you would just go ahead and take small time to go ahead and do that. Anyway, now to the po- the reason you're here. Most pro- most definitely. I did some amazing interviews with some amazing people. Patrick Kennedy and Bill Daly. Um, these interviews are in no particular... Well, actually, yes, they are. I did... Uh, I was going to say particular order. I did Bill Daly's a little bit earlier. Uh, and then I did Patrick Kennedy's just recently. This episode is being recorded on Saturday, March 3rd. I uh, interviewed... Um, I interviewed uh, Patrick Kennedy on the Thursday... Of of just this past week, so very recently, and I was just able to get to get the files. So if you'd like to see the video, um, in a couple of days, you can go to j-story.com/patrick and see the full interview there. And I, you can, uh, if you want to see Bill's full interview, you can do that right now by going to j-story.com/bill. Once again, that's j-story.com/bill. Um, and yeah. Well, I, I guess I'm no more time to waste. Let's get into the interviews with both Patrick Kennedy and Bill Daly. Here's Bill Daly and I, and I just tell you a little bit about him in the beginning. Today, I had the honor of interviewing Bill Daly. Bill is the son of Richard J. Daly, the brother of Richard M. Daly, both mayors of the city of Chicago. Bill Daly has also served our country as Secretary of Commerce under President Clinton and Chief of Staff under President Obama. In my interview with him, we talk about everything from family history to the Kennedy for Illinois campaign. It was a great conversation. Uh, Mr. Daly, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview here today. Um, So you are the son of Richard J. Daly and the brother of Richard M. Daly, uh, who both served as mayors of Chicago. You also served our country as Secretary of Commerce under President Bill Clinton and White House Chief of Staff under uh, President Barack Obama. Um, In a way, uh, history is repeating itself with a daily backing a Kennedy. Uh, What do you think your father would say about your position with the Kennedy for Illinois campaign right now? Well, I think as my father felt so strongly about John F. Kennedy when he ran for president, I feel very strongly about the individual, Chris Kennedy, uh, running for governor. So it's not just about friendship or relationship over many, many years between the Kennedy family and our family, but it's more about the individual, uh, Chris. So how do you think campaign, I mean, obviously a lot of time has passed. How do you think campaigns have changed um, since your father's time in public service? 
Well, as the culture and society has changed, technology's changed, you have so much today uh, on, on social media, which didn't exist, obviously, and the influence of television and radio and other forms of communication are so uh, uh, ubiquitous in our society. And, but the, the main differentiator would be the enormous cost of these things today. They are uh, extremely uh, prohibitive for most people from being involved in it. What motivated, overall, what motivated you to get involved with Chris Kennedy's campaign? Uh, look, at I think Illinois is at a critical point. Uh, obviously, we have enormous problems. We've had a governor the last three years who's been unable to govern uh, and to lead the state working with the legislature or attempting to work with the legislature. Uh, and I think we, there has to be a serious change and a, and a real difference. And also amongst the Democratic Party and the leadership in the Democratic Party. We need a break from the past in many ways. Uh, try to hold the good of that, uh, and I think Chris can do that. I think he, he's, a, he's a leader who, uh, as governor, will be able to work with the legislature, but he will also see that there's need in the state for radical change. Right. Uh, Chris's aunt, Eunice Kennedy Shriver, um, held the first Special Olympics here in Chicago at Soldier Field 50 years ago. Um, the Kennedy for Illinois campaign has had a big focus on uh, people, the children and adults with special needs. Has this message had traction with the voting public? Well, I think the, uh, the community uh, that the Special Olympics uh, and Chris is focused on is well aware of the history of the Kennedy family and their involvement, not only in Illinois, but globally uh, on the needs of, of those who uh, have enormous needs in our society. So I think Chris is focused on that. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of people who are friends of the Shrivers, friends of the Kennedys uh, from Illinois that are helpful to Chris. So I, th I think it's a voting block that is very engaged today, uh, mm -hmm. and that's a, a good sign for their future and for the future of the state. So continuing on with uh, questions about Chris's family, you had a very uh, solid relationship with Senator Ted Kennedy. Um, he, I was told that he always used to say that you love the game of politics and government. Is there anything about Senator Ted Kennedy that you remember the most? He was uh, about as good of a retail politician I've ever met in my life. He, under, he remembered people's names. He stayed in touch with them. He understood the importance of connection with people. Mm -hmm. And I remember he set up a meeting once with when I was Commerce Secretary with the uh, fish industry in Massachusetts, a very important part of that community. And it's a uh, small business, basically. One family may own one boat, two boats, and a very difficult business. They absolutely adored Ted Kennedy because he stood with them. He stood with them because he understood how tough their lives were. He understood that the importance of them to the overall economy of Massachusetts. Uh, and, and the love that they felt for him and the respect he had for them as individuals was something I, I, I'll never forget as Commerce Secretary. So Chris is running a campaign that in you know, his ads and everything has been characterized as running against the political establishment. Uh, and he's been characterized as unbossed and unbought. What does that mean for voters in Illinois? Well, look, at uh, if you like the system as it is, whether it's the governmental system or the political system, then vote for somebody else. I think Chris has a, has a real uh, desire to make change in our political system. The Democratic Party is a great party. It is one that is beyond any individuals. Uh, and I think Chris wants to strengthen that. I think he wants to get people more engaged. A lot of people are walking away from the system today. They're less involved in the party uh, politics. And I think Chris's desire is to get them involved, but you have to be an example of that. 
So again, if you want to change in the Democratic Party, Chris is your guy. If you want to keep it as it is, then vote for somebody else. What message do you strive to get to voters from Chris that kind of crystallizes the whole idea of the campaign? I think it's about change, real change, basic fundamental change in the way we do things, whether it's a property tax system, how we fund our schools, things that Chris has talked about now for well beyond the last couple of weeks or months in a campaign, that he firmly believes that there's an injustice in the way we uh, tax, the way we tax people's homes, the property taxes, the way we fund our schools. That is hurting black and brown and, and those economically disadvantaged communities throughout the state, not just in Chicago. And I think he feels very passionate about that. So that's the message of change uh, and fundamental change in the way we do business in this state. And as he says in his speeches, not incremental change, but radical changes. Right. So. It, you can't, you know, we have the problems are too deep to try right. to incre incrementally. But do not underestimate the difficulty of radical change right. and the, the uh, wall that will be put up to stop that. And that's what's going on right now. And lastly, is there anything that you want to tell voters right now that they might not know about Chris that you think is very important uh, to them that they should know? You know, first of all, I, I know him as a friend. He's got a great sense of humor, self-deprecating, doesn't take himself too seriously, uh, some, somewhat of a style of the Kennedys, uh, knowing other members of the family. But he absolutely believes he didn't have to do this. Right. He did not have to run for this. Some people run for office because they want to be somebody. Some people run because they want to do something. Chris Kennedy is somebody who has been someone by virtue of his family's history. So he didn't have to do this, and I admire him for taking this challenge on. Mr. Daly, thank you so much for your time. I Thanks, really appreciate Jay. it. Thank you very thank much. You very Good much. luck to you. Now, that was really an amazing interview that I did with Bill Daly. Um, again, if you want to see the video version of that interview, you can go ahead and go to uh, j-dorty.com slash bill, uh, and you can see the video version. It was an amazing time, an amazing experience, and I'm just so grateful to everyone um, who helped me out, including T.W. Lee, Kenneth Reed, everyone that was uh, so amazing in uh, producing the, the um, interview, and of course, a huge thanks to Bill Daly. Uh, thank you so much for agreeing to do that interview with me. So now to the next interview of, of today, uh, Patrick Kennedy. Patrick Kennedy is really awesome. He um, started the, he founded the Kennedy Forum for uh, in, in Illinois. And as you heard in his intro, he said that he's of the Kennedy Forum, Illinois. And uh, he focuses on mental health issues. And he talks about that and so much more in our interview so, here's the raw clip. We haven't edited with all the intro and the bio yet, and so you on the podcast are kind of getting an, ex an exclusive look into uh, what it'll look, what what the interview will be. Um, but yeah, so here's Patrick Kennedy and I. Uh, Mr. Kennedy, thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview. So, you served in Congress from 1995 to 2011. How did you leverage your position in the United States Congress um, to move forward the passage of Landmark um, with the Mental Health Parity and Addiction Act? When I came back from uh, rehabilitation for my mental illness and addiction after having been very public about my own mental illness and addiction because of a car accident that I was in, which really propelled the publicity around my addiction, I uh, was 
surprised to find how many of my colleagues approached me to tell me of their own challenges, either in their own lives or in the lives of their family members. And uh, it developed an intimacy uh, with uh, my colleagues that I think uh, served the cause very well because uh, we had this legislation called the Mental Health Parity and Addiction Equity Act, and we needed to get, like anything else, votes to pass it. And uh, I got a lot of moral support, which I then also worked to change into political support for the law itself. So in light of all the topic of disabilities, you started the Kennedy Forum. Um, I know a little bit about it, but for those who don't, could you just explain a little bit about the Kennedy Forum and what it does? Uh, the Kennedy Forum uh, was started on the 50th anniversary of President Kennedy signing uh, the original Community Mental Health Act of 1963. And it was uh, founded to really work towards President Kennedy's vision, which is as real and uh, appropriate today as it was when he first signed that legislation. And when he signed the legislation, he said, people with mental illness uh, need no longer be alien to our affections or beyond the help of our communities. And so he really articulated a vision for how we should address uh, the public mental health and addiction crisis we're facing as a nation. He, he, he articulated it so beautifully, we felt that would be a great way for us to begin to really advocate for a series of policy changes to the current way we address mental health and addiction so that we can more effectively address this uh, uh, crisis of overdose and this crisis of suicide in our country. Right. Uh, recently, uh, the Kennedy Forum uh, tweeted out uh, a two powerful tools for families to fight back against insurance denials, and those were uh, parity registry and parity trade. Could you tell myself and our viewers a little bit about that? Yes, so the Kennedy Forum established ParityTrack.org, which is a uh, way for people to find out how their state uh, does against the other 49 states when it comes to the adherence of the Mental Health Parity and Addiction Equity Act. Now, the law says whether you're inpatient in-network or outpatient in-network or inpatient out-of-network or outpatient out-of-network or you need pharmacy benefits or emergency room benefits, they cannot be any different than what you would receive if you needed care for cancer, for diabetes, right. or cardiovascular disease. So the parity track really evaluates how well do we uh, enforce with insurance companies that law. Uh, Illinois is not doing very well, uh, but that helps us to understand what we need to do to change the way insurance companies here in this state reimburse for mental health and addiction. We also have the parity registry. That's an uh, opportunity for people to file an appeal not only with their insurer and, and how to file an appeal, but also to log in what they were denied for, how they were denied, uh, and what the situation was around it. That'll give us a better sense as to what are the patterns that insurance companies exhibit when denying care and being discriminatory against people with mental illnesses and addictions. Right. So on the Kennedy Forum website, there's a very clear description of what the mission is. And you say that the mission is not to just change the conversation, but also change the system. 
you know, obviously, is this hard? What progress do we still need to make? Denial by insurance companies of appropriate services is enabled by the denial in society that these are real illnesses, which is enabled by the denial in our own lives and the lives of our family members that anyone's really suffering. We all are in denial about how much these issues are affecting our lives. And so the Kennedy Forum's job is to try to really organize the advocacy, but that's not an easy job because most people do not want to put their hand up and say that they're advocating for mental health and addiction because then they will essentially uh, out themselves as either being a patient or a family member of a patient, and no one really wants to do that. Yeah. Unfortunately. You also on your website and in other places, you strongly express that you want to live in a future where all people, regardless if they have a disability or not, are treated equally and with dignity. Um, and all, treating illnesses from the neck up the same as from the neck down. It, can you just explain this whole idea? It's a pretty basic proposition that uh, we should treat others like we ourselves would want to be treated. And there but for the grace of God, any one of us could be suffering from one of these illnesses. And would we want people be, to be treating us that way, our loved ones that way? Um, if we think that it's wrong that they're treated that way with such dismissiveness, then we need to stand up and push back on society and government and insurance companies discriminatory practices against people with these illnesses simply because they're misunderstood illnesses and and that kind of misunderstanding creates prejudice and and that affects people in a very negative way when you are trying to survive and struggle to survive from one of these uh, brain illnesses right and i also uh, even though this is recent and quite a touchy subject. I did want to touch down on the Florida shooting that happened very recently. Um, there are many officials pointing to mental illness as the cause of, or one of the causes of um, these shootings and the, tra the tragedies that take place overall. Um, what is your response to that? Well, there's the same percentage of people with mental illness in our country as in every other country in the world. There's the same percentage of mental health providers in our country as in every other country in the world. The only thing that's different between the United States, Australia, Latin America, Europe, Great Britain, is that we have guns in our country. Yeah. So it's not about mental illness. Yeah. Um, it's really about the access to guns. Yeah. Um, I've actually been told that one in four families are affected by some form of intellectual, mental, developmental disability. Um, and, you know, with that in mind, I kind of want to transition over to your cousin, Chris, who's running for governor of Illinois. In addition to supporting the Kennedy Forum Illinois, what can your cousin Chris do uh, as governor of Illinois to um, kind of propel the idea and the topic of mental illness forward? Well, I believe Chris Kennedy will take on the powers that be uh, our insurance companies, the uh, bureaucratic infrastructure, uh, whatever the obstacles are that impede uh, people from Illinois from gaining true access to mental health and addiction services. 
I know that's who he is. Uh, I know he's a fighter for people who are marginalized. And I know he agrees that people with mental illness and addictions are among the most marginalized people in society. Uh, he will have a roadmap uh, to do this. I'm happy to say the Kennedy Forum Illinois, uh, thanks to Chris's help, was established. And that has set forth a really strong list of recommendations from payer accountability, which is getting both the state and the insurance companies to do their part to make sure there's equal treatment for these illnesses in terms of the way they're reimbursed. Um, provider accountability, meaning how do we ensure greater fidelity to the evidence-based treatment that we know works for people who have these illnesses. We, we want to get them the best care. We don't want to just spend money. We want to make sure that there's a return on that investment. Um, we know about integration with the rest of health care. You know, Chris understands that this can't be something separate. It's got to be integrated into the rest of medicine because all people, no matter what health condition, can benefit from better mental health and uh, treatment. Um, he knows about technology, which is the great force multiplier. You know, there's ways to access mental health like never before, thanks to your phone and your Skype and all the rest. And, um, and finally, prevention. You know, we know what to do in order to prevent uh, these public health crises in the future from repeating themselves. And, uh, and Chris will be all about how to adopt a public health approach. We have a roadmap. All we need is the political will. And with Chris Kennedy as governor, he will supply the political will to get these things done. Right. Overall, what would you say, what qualities does your cousin Chris um, possess that would make him ideal, uh, an ideal uh, governor of Illinois? Chris has a beautiful family. He has a belief in this country. Um, he has a tradition and a legacy. He has the right values. You have those things, everything else takes place in the way that it needs to. You don't have the right values, none of the decisions you make are going to be worthwhile. So all I could say is he's the right person. I think people know him uh, or getting to know him and all I know is someone who does know him and has grown up with him, all my cousins and I are, are big supporters uh, of Chris. And that should tell you something because uh, we, we grew up in a very chaotic, sometimes uh, fractured uh, family that was always uh, struggling in some ways more than others. Chris has been a rock. Chris has what it takes to really steer the course through the storm. And, and Illinois has some rough waters ahead. Chris knows how to take those things on. He's experienced. He knows finance. Um, and, and he's a good person, which means people are going to trust him as a man of integrity to do things that he says he's going to do. Being that you uh, grew up with him and you were very close to him uh, as you were growing up and probably still are today, what, is there anything that you would think that voters should know that they might not already know about Chris that you'd like to tell them right now? I just say that he has been a rock in a very turbulent time uh, 
that we all grew up in after he lost his father and we both lost our uncle and um, you know it was it was a turbulent time Chris was a steady hand in all of it and he made it through he has an inner compass he, he knows who he is and um, he's a leader and I think this state definitely needs that kind of leadership. I agree. Uh, oh, oh, to conclude, I just want to ask, who, outside of your family, who are your heroes and why? Or one hero? For me, um, politically, because it's kind of that's the question of, of heroes, uh, I have been moved by people like Jim Ramstead, who is a Republican uh, from Minnesota, who really was one of the real champions, along with Paul Wellstone, uh, for mental health and addiction equity early on. Um, Pete Domenici, a Republican uh, from New Mexico, but a, a champion for people with mental illnesses. Um, my aunt, uh, Eunice Shriver, really uh, someone who took on shame and stigma and and fought for people who were discriminated against and uh, I've seen their goodness in all of those folks and um, and I try to emulate the example that they all have set very important thank you so much mr. Kennedy I so those definitely are amazing interviews with amazing people and I want to thank uh, Bill Daly and Patrick Kennedy thank you thank you so much that you guys are really amazing and I I'm just so glad that you allowed me to have that opportunity to interview you here for the J. Doherty podcast and also for uh, Chris Kennedy's gubernatorial campaign uh, for Illinois. You know, it, it's really an amazing journey that I've been on and that I continue to look forward to be on. I mean, seriously, it's it's, it's an amazing thing to do. And I, it, you guys are amazing people that I was so lucky to interview. Um, and, and it's just... I, I can't I don't know how to say it, but I can't say it enough. It really was an amazing opportunity. We talk about so much so many important things to our society. Um, especially amid the recent Florida shooting, which you can find out more about. Uh, we had coverage on the JDRC Politics podcast about that. Um, definitely a very sensitive subject. But um yeah, I mean it, it was definitely a great podcast. I'm so just really delighted and honored that these people would come on the podcast, and take their take time out of their day to go ahead and do that. So thank you so much, uh, Bill Daly and Patrick Kennedy. It really was an honor. If you have a question, comment, suggestion, whatever you want, let me know. Go to j-story.com slash feedback for uh, input on future episodes or feedback on recent episodes. You can listen to the J. Doherty Podcast on iTunes. Uh, we'll have the link. You go to j-story.com slash iTunes to listen to that. Uh, you can also listen to it on our phenomenal website, j-story.com. It's an awesome website. Encourage you to go check it out. Uh, and if you want to see all of my interviews, you can go to j-story.com slash interviews. I've done interviews with a um, number of the Kennedy family members, uh, ranging all the way from Ted Kennedy, Sheila Kennedy, Connor Kennedy, Patrick Kennedy, um, Sheila Kennedy, which is actually featured in the Chicago Tribune. And my interview with Ted was featured in Politico. If you want to see those, you can go to uh, j-roy.com slash politico or j-roy.com slash tribune. Those are some amazing articles about, um, you know, not only me, but also podcasts, my interviews. 
it was really awesome, and I, I'm just so honored to be in this place where I can just actually say that. Seriously. It's amazing. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Jay Doherty Podcast. New episodes every Monday at 5 a.m. Jay Doherty is signing off Saturday, March 3rd.